0: Hi, and welcome to the Hand in Hand Show, where caregivers and survivors have honest discussions about stroke. We are a part of Stroke Focus Podcasts. This is Cam, your host. If you are a survivor, a caregiver, a researcher, a support group leader, or a local business helping the stroke and brain injury community, Stroke Focus is offering a number of exciting programs. Get details at the end of this podcast. This is Kim, and today I'm going to be interviewing Laurel Fontaine. Laurel is a stroke survivor from Massachusetts. Doctors have said she would never walk, talk, or eat again. So undeterred, Laurel enrolled herself in melodic Tunation therapy in Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center, In 2009, and she was very successful with that rehab. Laurel is also back working, and we're going to have her share her story. Welcome, Laurel. Hi. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Did you also have the stroke in
1: 2009? No, I had my stroke when I was in fifth grade. So I was 11 years old. That was May 27th. 2007. Tell us a little
0: bit about that. We don't have many people that we've interviewed that have had their strokes as children.
1: I was spending a nice day in Cape Cod, and I was actually playing tag with my sister, my twin sister, and I just collapsed on the ground, and I was having a stroke. Do they know what caused your stroke? no because if you see my MRI it was so massive that you can't tell what happened
0: was an ischemic stroke maybe nobody Nobody knows tell us more about yourself that you really couldn't eat talk or walk all of this so tell us a little bit about that and, and what has happened since
1: so I was in a coma for about 10 days and my doctor said that if I survived I was never going to walk, I was never going to talk and I was never going to eat again so they put a tube in my stomach when I woke up I had no hair I had um, a massive surgery to release the pressure and um, it's kind of crazy Being 11 years old and then,
0: you know, one day you were fine and the next time you remember or that you woke up, like you said, you have no hair, things are just different. You know, you've got this, and I believe it's called a peg, where they feed you through a tube.
1: It's going to be pretty scary. It is. And I had a, I'm a twin, so my sister had tests and she was fine. What happened after that? Were you in the hospital for a long time? Did you go to a rehab? So I went to rehab for maybe a month, I believe. They taught me how to walk again. They did a exercise in the pool, and that really helped me.
0: I'm assuming that you couldn't eat because you had trouble swallowing. Yes.
1: Before I went, I um, ate again. That was a really nice feeling. Oh, absolutely. Having the
0: feeding tube, it's really hard. Even though you're getting your nutrition, you still want to taste, and there's nothing that you can do at that point.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It was
0: frustrating. So, now tell me about the Melodic Two-Nation Therapy at Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center.
1: So they did a singing therapy to retrain my brain, the affected side. I have a favor. So I'm paralyzed on the right side. So that's the talking side also. And they retrained my brain to go to the right side that's the singing side and I was so young that I could do that that was awesome and my sister actually helped me along so she was singing therapy they didn't have any kids so my sister actually did the therapy with me and helped me along so that was very nice of her So, how old were you
0: when you did this therapy? I was 13. So, still young when you did this. Yeah. How did your parents find this program?
1: Well, my uncle was watching TV one day, and he found the research. It was on um, television one day.
0: So, how long did you do that there?
1: four months every single day two hours monday through friday my mom actually quit her job to do that research wow yeah great mom. My parents, yeah my parents are amazing yeah and my has, sister also
0: you found the program you did it for about four months do you think it helped Immediately? Did it take the whole four months?
1: It was easier over time. They did tapping and saying stuff and then slowing it down, singing it, slowing it down, and then actually talking. My um, parents had to fight. For the research, because I was not eligible. The age range was 18 to like 60. They actually did a grant. The donors gave the money to resource for me.
0: So they actually wrote a grant, or your parents did, for you to be able to be in the program?
1: Yes. Wow. The doctor is
0: dead. It's pretty cool. From that point on, I'm guessing that you went did all during this. I'm guessing, were you
1: still going to school, or were you homeschooled at that point, or um, how did that work? So I was in seventh grade, and they allowed me to take a half a day, and my parents drove up halfway and did the research. Middle school is very helpful yeah, and yeah. supported me. I volunteered for about four years in an elementary school, and I absolutely loved it. I um, did that, but I found uh, my first job ever in November this year. What are you
0: doing now?
1: Right now, I'm at Bass Pro, and I am in Santa's Wonderland, and I'm helping the kids out and greeting and taking um, tickets and wow. doing crafts. Yeah. Taking pictures. Well, here you are. You're using the right
0: side of your brain still crafting and stuff
1: so are you having a good time yeah i'm really having fun and um they just offered me a position here today actually well congratulations yeah so so you'll stay there yeah
0: for a while well that's cool i'm sure that's really exciting i'm yeah Probably made your holiday season right there. What has been the most challenging part of your journey?
1: Not giving up. Absolutely. Never give up. That's, that's yes. I was a talker before uh-huh. I had my stroke and I really wanted to talk to my parents and my sister and my family and friends again. So I did that because of the therapy. What's your next step then? So I still have balance issues. And that stinks. Use a cane or a walker or anything? Or- yeah, I um, refused in the hospital to use canes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so my dad and my mom helped me along. And we actually, in the second hospital, we actually walked back and forth in the hospital um, rooms. And I actually just bought a um, swim spa, and that's really helping me. Now, what's a swim spa? A swim spa is like a hot tub, but bigger. Oh, and you
0: like a current and, and you don't really, I mean, you're really swimming, but you don't go anywhere because you're yes, just sit right yes. there because of the current that you're swimming in. Is that, do I kind of have
1: that right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I had a lot of pain because of my muscles and that relieved that for me. Do you swim or you're just sitting in it? I could sit on it, in it. I could swim. I do some exercise on my own to help that. Water exercise, I know that a lot of stroke survivors
0: use and also that's recommended because it's not hard on the bones or the muscles. Or so water therapy is always good.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I recommend it to anybody. So, you've gotten this. You're working on your balance issues.
0: Your advice is never to give up, which a lot of us already know because we do know that you can make recovery 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. In your wisdom from everything that has happened to you, are there pieces of advice? that you would like to tell
1: the audience about recovery? Well, it's really um, difficult sometimes, but you never want to give up hope.
0: Well, and that's true. Again, you know, never give up. That's that's just the thing. Know that you can continue making recovery because your stroke was at 11, right? And then Absolutely. You, you went to the melodic therapy at what did you say, thirteen fourteen? Um thirteen. Thirteen. And so that was still a couple of years later. Um you yep. still have balance issues, but you weren't able to walk when you first had your stroke. Probably four months after. Yeah. And and you're still working on it because you want better balance? And Absolutely. um You know, it's it's that positive attitude and the not quit and hard work that gets you where you want to be. And I'm so, you're so fortunate to have parents who
1: helped you keep that positive attitude. I think so. When I had my stroke that night, um, I had 22 people in the hospital overnight. (laughs) That is so
0: nice because a lot of people, number one, they can't have all their family there because they're you know, all over the U.S. Or, or all over the country or wherever. And so you were very fortunate in many ways. You're just an inspiration to everyone, to any of our families who have kids who've had stroke, you, you've given them encouragement that things can get better. So I thank you for that, Laurel. This is an announcement of Stroke Focus. Stroke Focus has opened up its blog section to all its members. It is a professional platform completely free and very easy to use. It provides instant visibility to know how many views your blog is receiving. At the same time, we are helping members put stories on our podcast. You can get a professional quality radio broadcast to share on Facebook, Twitter, or post on your site. For all our members with aphasia, our audio editors will help make your interview smooth. You do not need any professional equipment. No interview will be published before you review and approve it. There is no charge. Join us at https.com. Colon backslash backslash WWW dot dot net or write to us at contact at strokefocus dot net. Join the growing list of people sharing stories. What you share will make a difference.